previously on Live at 605. True to my character, my favorite part was the non-bread, so I mean... Well, seeing as it was pita bread. <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, <laughs> um, anyway, we're not all the same, John. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. Coming to you live from a bomby downtown Toronto. <laughs> this is episode one, season 22 of Live at 605. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I was about to say, it's been a hot second, but we are back um, better than ever. Season 22. We took a couple months off because I think we had to live our lives. We had to get some <laughs> new experiences. And I think uh, we definitely lived our lives this this off season. Totally. I When we went off air, I think it was like early April. Late, I would say yeah, late, mid, late mid, March, early April. Mid-April, I think was the last episode. And yeah. so like since then, we were saying um, right before we started jumping into this, was that like Ontario, the province in which we live in Canada, literally lifted its borders and like travel restrictions and everything. And so like with that, I think John and I are like, oh, wow, we have hobbies. There mm. are things we like to do. And so this season is really kind of that, even though we're very much in COVID still, yeah. kind of like the loosening of restrictions and starting to do some of the things we like to do again. Well, I feel like for three seasons, we couldn't go to concerts or see movies or travel or anything. So I, I still <laughs> think it's pretty impressive we pulled off. I, I think it was like three or four seasons in the pandemic where it's like... Totally. What did we even talk about? Uh, we should go back and listen to like, <laughs> it is an interesting timestamp. If we went back and listened to a random a episode from like May, 2020, yeah. like what the hell did we do? It's like, it's we like, bought oh. new Windex. Yeah. Oh, I think it was like, we stood in line to go inside Loblaws and someone <laughs> sneezed and we, you know, we ran for our lives. But yeah, like you said, there's some big things. I don't know mm -hmm. if you want to tease, if you want to tease some things that will be coming in the weeks to come. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> the funniest part is we def definitely took like four months off. Um, yeah. We have done so many fun adventures between John's point, like concerts, yeah. movies for the first time in three years, concerts for the first time in three years, parties, bachelor parties, bachelorette mm. parties. We got trips to like Blue Mountain, Niagara. We have yeah, like well, mystery dates. Should you do the big, big tease right from the, the start about what happened to one of us? Or do you want to leave that for later? Well, we will say despite being vaccinated, one of us got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll tell that full story and who it happened to in a, in a and future how episode. how it happened. How it happened. I will say, all we'll say mm -hmm. is again, we're both fully vaccinated. Yeah. And whoever got it, I think because they were fully vaccinated, that really helped with the symptoms. So we're both happy and healthy and excited to do the podcast. Totally. So. And like, holy cow, I was about to say, I haven't really posted a ton on Instagram, but now this is new, um, I would say, inspiration to do it or sure. new energy to yeah. keep posting for the podcast. Well, again, it's like you said, we're actually doing things again. So it's like, what am I going to post a picture of like the kettle warming up or something? <laughs> like, no, we post cool shit. And by the time this comes out, this post you did yesterday was is going to be older, but you posted an awesome mystery, mystery day, which again will be a future episode. So... so I will say, if you want to check out my Instagram, oh, yeah. it's ValGomez23. On what? Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. All right. And you got a huge TikTok following. Obviously. No, I'm kidding. We can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. And then follow the podcast on Instagram mm -hmm. or Facebook or Twitter. Just search live mm -hmm. at 6.05. And mm -hmm. we're going to try and keep the good momentum of the Instagram account because we got some serious viral numbers last season by yeah. posting some good reels. So we'll post some dope shit there. But this first episode, I find a lot of our season premieres in classic, classic 605 fashion are about vacation. Yes. So we were finally able in two and a half years ago on our first real trip. Totally. So what is this episode one season premiere all about? I would say it's the shenanigans and adventures of going to Bahamas. That's right. We got on our first plane ride when our first beach vacation in years. And I mean, no shortage of chaos on the way to Bahamas, right? Well, I'll, I'll and say, we'll save that. We'll save that, but I'll say this. 
Again, a little tease. Bahamas did not give one of us COVID. No. COVID happened three months later. Yeah. <laughs> so we went on a full vacation safely mm-hmm. and everything. So should we, is there anything you want to talk about before we dive into it? Or well, Do you have a sponsorship? Do I have a sponsorship? That's a good question. Um, I... I always have a sponsorship. I don't know. Do you have one this I week? I have one. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be Mine a mystery. Mine is from the one I'm, I'm facing right now. <laughs> okay, this is your... Sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So while we're recording this, it should be known that it, it's been, it's a long weekend in Ontario. And so... It's August 1st. August 1st. Day of recording. Day of recording. Um, and so <laughs> this morning, I was like, oh, it's a bit of a lazier morning, if you will. I'll kind of do a, a little bit out of the ordinary. Like, I'll clean up my eyebrows. I'll put on some cold Eyebrows, eyebrows, eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Best episode of Scrubs. Or one of the best episodes yeah, of Scrubs. definitely. Um, what you even call it. But then I'm like, yo, I'll also use these Crest White Strips 3D I haven't used in a while. Oh, uh-oh. Are they expired or something? No, they're not expired. And I mean, like, my teeth cost, like, a billion dollars, so they better not do anything to them. But I remember doing them Your before. Your teeth are the Jeff Bezos of... <laughs> Whatever that analogy is. I know, as long as they're not the Elon Musk of them all. Ooh, too soon. <laughs> um, keep going. Keep what going. you call it? So this morning, I was like, yo, I'm going to put on these Crest White Strips that I haven't put on in like four months, okay. clearly since we went to Bahamas. Right. And I'm like, yo, I remember them tingling. Do you remember me bitching about this? Well, I remember I did the crest whitening trips with you once yeah. as well. I'm like, oh, I don't like the way they make my teeth feel. Like, I felt like I was going to throw up the whole time. Okay, you thought you were going to throw up. I was like, oh, my teeth are tingling. And so as somebody who's had, like, obviously, like, a shitstorm of teeth problems, my threshold for pain is pretty Unparalleled. high. Right? And so I literally put these on, and I'm like, yo, I'm fucking, like, I feel jacked. I'm like, yo, this is no pain whatsoever. Right. All of a sudden, <laughs> Sorry, explosions. What was that? It was explosions. <laughs> All of a sudden, I come down here to do the podcast. My teeth are fucking tingling on fire. This, you did the strips like six hours ago. I don't know. Well, I'm not normal. All right, Diener. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't so what, remember. Tell me what's going on right now. The delayed do, pain. It's not delayed even on pain. My, there was no delayed pain. Well, it's delayed pain if I did it four hours ago. Well, it is, but I'm saying that's not normal. Uh, that's what I said. Right? Well, so I don't know what it is about these quest quest white strips. Quest love light. Quest white strips, right? Is that the top ones aren't tingling, but the bottom ones tingle. And so I don't know for any listeners out there, if you have ever tried to whiten your teeth with over the counter shit, please let us know what you're using because I would love to understand that. Because one time I went to the dentist and I bitched about this last season when I had a hygienist asked me if I smoked a lot. And I was like, what the fuck? I've never smoked, Mm. right? And she's like, oh, your teeth are really stained. She's like, do you drink coffee? Remember, always start with the lesser, less of a vice question. Coffee, then cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, Well, first of all, I was going to say your teeth are very white. Second of all, maybe don't drink this hot tea that you have right now that may be triggering it i have to i mean i'm trying to analyze what we've had for for food and drinks today that you've put in your mouth you had a coffee this morning and then you did the the strips after the coffee no before after she strips after the coffee so that's okay we had pasta for lunch and then you're having a hot tea right now what kind of tea are you drinking a dreamland honey citrus mint tea so that could be the culprit right there did it only start tingling once you started to have your tea Mm-mm. Have you brushed your teeth since? Yes. So maybe the combination of fluoride and whatever that hot tea is could be causing it. Maybe. I just, this is a sensation I am not a fan of. I forgot this part. So anyway, that's my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. I'm trying to whiten my teeth for the wedding. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, well. I think your teeth look great as is. I don't even think I whitened my teeth for our wedding. Well, I was just because you were missing it. teeth for our <laughs> wedding, so the color wasn't as important as it was filling in the holes in your face. So I wasn't too concerned about the color of your tooth. I was concerned about having some, having your teeth. Anyway, we, we need to get like a redneck ding, 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 sound effect to play. So as we were saying, this episode is all about our first beach vacation, airport mm-hmm. travels in two and a half years. 
and we went to beautiful Nassau, Bahamas. But what Paradise Island? Paradise Island. What we was the reason to, behind yeah. this? Yeah, we wanted to go someplace um, that we had been to before. La that familia. was yeah. No, that's our fami- families there. I know. I'm just saying <laughs> we want to go somewhere familiar. familiar. <laughs> um, so we wanted to go someplace La Familia, right? Or familiar. Oh, um, what you're going to call it. And then someplace where I was going to be like, everyone knows your name, but. um you just watched 30 Rock. Yeah. Someplace that was also like a short distance to travel, um, just so we wouldn't have to be on a flight for a super long time to John's point after not traveling really for like three years. Um, and so, yeah, Bahamas just seemed like the right choice. I think we were again, like going in between like an Aruba, a Turks mm. and like just the price is right. The time was right to pull the trigger on Bahamas. And one thing we actually did appreciate about Bahamas was they had pretty strict rules to get into the country. That's right. You had to get a, a, a Bahamas visa passport type or like vaccine passport. Vaccine passport. So like you said, we want to go somewhere that for our first time made us feel comfortable. And because we had been to Bahamas a couple of times, we knew exactly what the plane ride is, what the bus ride to get to the island. We knew what the hotel resort looked like. So once we decided that, uh, and we almost, we were going to stay at a different resort too, because our resort wasn't popping up. But then I think we booked it, what, like two weeks before we ended up going. Mm-hmm. So the Ryu on Paradise Island, I'd highly recommend, especially during COVID times. It was mm-hmm. really great. And yeah, Bahamas was, it was good and also bad because you had to do that vaccine passport. So it was a lot more work, but at least we knew everyone traveling there had tested negative 48 hours maximum mm-hmm. before, and we knew everyone had their vaccine. So that felt good, but it was also stressful because you, it was weird. Like I remember I kind of took the reins of, of filling all that stuff out, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't let you put in like your travel information until like 48 hours before you traveled, but it also had to get approved. Yeah. So it was really strange and stressful, but all that stuff worked out. And it was great. You had to pay like a $40 fee, whatever. You put in your, you upload your vaccine uh, status and all that stuff, your flight info, all that. But you had to go to get a PCR test. Uh, Well, to, uh, it had changed it before it was a PCR test, which is more expensive, but we were able to do a rapid agent test, which is. But like in person, really. Yeah. So we we did our first ever real Mm -hmm. in-person COVID test because the ones we had done before were just like the at-home kits, which Mm -hmm. weren't too bad. So. Why don't you tell me, so we, we ended up booking it at Shoppers <laughs> and we booked it, we left on a Sunday, we yeah. booked it Friday after work because that was, we were in the allotted time that you could do it. So what was your experience getting your first real ever so COVID test? I guess there was two things. One, similar to doing any kind of daredevil-esque thing, I always have to go first, otherwise I'll chicken out. Mm. And so I said to John, I'm like, okay, I'll go first. So I know what it's about. Cause then I'm going to be too scared. Right. If I see you do it and then I have to do it. And then we go up and the person's like, oh, okay. Uh, just give us like two minutes. And then literally I'm like, okay, like we're both ready to go. And then she's like, John Mallon. And I was like, blah. Right. Oh yeah. I went first. You went first and she just like rammed it up your face. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh God. So what was my facial expressions? <laughs> you were terrified. Well, yeah, she, they shove it right up they your nose. Countdown or anything. No, they just go for it. I felt like she was picking the back of my brains. My yeah. eyes started to water, but I mean, it's like mm-hmm. two seconds and she does the other nose and mm-hmm. nostril. Nostril. What? <laughs> Same. I get it. I got one nose, two nostrils. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it was definitely uncomfortable, but it was over in a few seconds, which mm-hmm. was good. And then what was your experience like? I hated every part of it. She, she was not having it. I know. Then. I wish I took it. I don't think I took a real in action shot picture or else I would post no, it. No, you did. It was kind of, yeah, I'd have to double check. I don't think it was great though, the picture, Mm-mm. but maybe if it's good enough, I'll post it on the pa- <laughs> Instagram page. So, w- so we did that. And then she says, okay, come back in 15 minutes. I'll mm-hmm. have your results. What were your thoughts? Were you nervous that we were going to be positive or what were you thinking? We, well, I felt like we should be positive. Like we were kind of staying on negative. Your, you mean? Oh, negative. <laughs> I thought we were positive. One of us guys. would be positive <laughs> a few months later. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I don't have it. You don't have it here. There it is. Delayed. I'm getting uh, used to the board again. Oh boy. Um, no, I definitely felt like we would have been negative because we were trying to go under wraps for yeah. like the week leading up to it. Well, we it didn't like really a, do anything. No, we didn't. Again, we weren't going to concerts, movies, parties. Yeah. I think you I think, and I were still like active mask wearers and oh, stuff. Yeah. So I, I, but there's still that little part of you that's like, well, what if we are positive? And then yeah. it's like, sure. It would suck to be, to test positive 
right before your first trip in two years. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, if we're positive, can we get a refund? This, this, and totally. that. So I was obviously nervous. Yeah. I do feel bad. One of our new super fans, Victoria, she had a trip and then she got COVID. So they had to cancel. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, oh yeah. That's right. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was supposed to be. <laughs> um, so Keep this going. shit happens, but I was going to yes. say, so we got the results. Success. We ordered negative. Both negative. Both negative. And it felt like slightly anticlimactic, but I'm sure that pharmacist deals with that every day. She just wanted to get us in and out. Like yeah. She was just whatever. So that was good. So we tested negative, which meant our trip was on or was it? I'm so, not going to do done, done, done because no. I've done it too much. But what? who so, do we who do we fly uh, with? We flew with uh, Sunwing because yes. we b- just got a package yeah. deal uh, for an all-inclusive. And so, again, like, we're not looking to be, like, first-class trip experience, blah, blah, blah. Like, Air Canada wasn't going into its challenges yet with, like, flights. Mm. But then all of a sudden, the week leading up to our trip, like, it was like if we were leaving on the Sunday – the Tuesday all the way to the Saturday. Oh, it was well, no, it, it was actually wasn't it? I it thought was it was a week. Sun, it was yeah. Sorry, Sunday. Yeah, Did you, Sunday was the first. So we left on a Sunday. Yeah, the previous Sunday. Oh, okay, so, so anyway, I had two days, but only because I remember being like, "Oh shoot!" There's all these. I guess it was like a computer. There's a computer glitch, not to be <laughs> like a severe computer glitch for Sunwing, whereby like all of their records of travel yeah. were like getting fucked up, and so they couldn't like check in people, check out people. So people were being stranded. Either they couldn't fly to their vacation, or they were being stranded at the whatever location they were at. So. Things were, flights were either being postponed by like 48 hours or they were being completely canceled. People couldn't fly to or home. So again, I only say it was Sunday because I remember saying to you, oh, this is a Sunday. Our trip's in one week. We'll be fine. They'll figure this out yeah. by like Monday afternoon, Tuesday morning at the latest. We'll be good to go. So obviously it was already Friday and shit still hadn't cleaned up yet. Well, th- that was It wasn't a hundred percent. No, no, no. But yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, there's still an issue. By the time it got to Wednesday, I was like, oh shit, we might be fucked over because- mm-hmm. Flights were getting pushed. So like mm-hmm. everyone was being delayed. And by, like you said, yeah, it was Friday being like, things still weren't figured out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, our flight, you know, I kept checking like a madman flights mm-hmm. canceled this, this and that. And then finally, I think Saturday afternoon, the day before we left is when things were up and running. But it's like, well, there's still gonna be like effects and delays because of all this shit, right? Well, and I think it's like, we were making the joke. It's like, if we were gonna miss our trip, we thought it would be because of COVID, yeah. not because of Sunwing. And so, like, luck would have it. Laundry day. <laughs> Sunwing fixed it shit. As of, like, Saturday night, things were back on schedule. We were able to go but, on Sunday. But they were still saying, like, expect... Delays. Long, yeah, delays longer than usual waits and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know me. I like to get to the airport six hours before a flight. You like to get there <laughs> six minutes after it's supposed to take off. <laughs> so, we try to meet in the middle, and we, we decided to get... Not COVID. We decided to get there maybe three hours and 10 minutes before our flight. Uh, so we booked one of those like air taxi things and mm-hmm. it was a good ride. The only thing, thing I noticed was in the very back seat, there was a child seat, which might come back into play later in on trunk. in the trunk. Mm-hmm. Get to Pearson Airport and already you can see huge long lines for security and stuff. Um, and, and I remember them saying like, yeah, the system's up and running for Sunwing, but mm-hmm. still like it's still slow. So that's why I'm like, let's just get there early. Cause if we get there early and breeze through everything, we'll just grab lunch or whatever. And so John usually gets stressed out by this, but I like to do shit on I my do. watch. Oh like, my God. Love to check in on my phone. Yeah. I would rather go to a kiosk. I want hard copies and agents. Yeah. You want manager. You want the analog version yes. of this experience where I'm like, we're going to a kiosk. I'm going to check in, get my boarding pass on my watch and call it a day. We went to the kiosk and it wasn't working. So then we had to line up. I still am just thinking about the time we went, we flew somewhere with Porter and you went up to use your watch to check in. I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah, you're so stressed out. Welcome to 2022. I'm going to use my watch for everything. Um, (laughs) I used it as a flashlight last night. That's right. To check out for raccoons. Oh boy. So anyway, um, what you're going to call it. So we're in the lineup uh, checking in. And again, like, you know, you just see the cast of characters that go on a beach holiday. And so, you know, we're obviously like people watching. Of course. We're like waiting. I felt like it just took forever to check in kind of thing. Cause you're just like, I just want to get to the gate. Like that's yeah. what you're waiting for. Mm-hmm. And so we finally check in. I don't think there was a real big challenge, but you and I always make the joke. Like 
we're just ready to go like 30 seconds or less. We'll get it done. Well, the only challenge was we were in the regular line, but then there's obviously like a first class line. And then I remember when we got to the front of the line, six different people for first class showed up. So then we got dined out because they'd be like, you in first class, you in first but class. But they're never prepared. They of always course take not. so long where That's you why. and I are like in and out. Like we just got our shit on tap. And so then well, that I, was... Sorry, I also want to get there early so we could sit together. Because sometimes yeah. you got on flights where you get totally. there and, and our seats are taken away. So anyway, we saw, um, what you going to call it? We what? get to the gate. Yes. We're hanging out. What That's gate? It. Like the gate to like... You're missing a whole part. I don't know. I don't have the notes. <laughs> so after we get our boarding pass, we have to go to the world's oh, longest God, security yeah. line. Customs or Cus security. Yeah, security customs, whatever you want to call it. And it stretched out way down. Like I remember being like, it was, it was, it was just so long. And we're like, oh shit, okay, this is why we get here early. In hindsight, the security line maybe took 40 minutes, which mm -hmm. wasn't bad because we got there quite early. Mm -hmm. But again, we're in line whatever you see the same people who are in the kiosk from you like there's the, the people who dress in full head to toe gucci yeah. and bougie. bougie bougie gucci which was quite funny we saw one guy who was coming to bahamas who looked like roger from jersey shore <laughs> this huge muscle-bound gorilla yeah. juice head yeah. who uh, i was like oh this guy looks like trouble but he ended up being like the nicest, the nicest person. guy but while we were in line we were finally finally making it to the front mm -hmm. to actually go through the um scanner and stuff mm -hmm. But then, of course, you dropped a pillow. Like you said earlier, we do everything in 30 seconds or less. Mm -hmm. But I could see this one lady, this one woman who was way ahead of us, who was getting ready to go through the scanner. But she's like, my husband, my husband's not here. And the security guard's <laughs> like, well, where is she? She's like, I don't know. He's like way, way back at the end of the line. And she's like, I need my husband. I need, I need my husband. I have his name here. Gordon Spencer. And so she's like, the security guard's like, yeah, who's your husband's, what's your husband's name? Gordon Spencer. So for about 10 minutes, all we heard was a bunch of people yelling, Gordon, Gordon Spencer. <laughs> and then I could see Gordon Spencer. He's waving his arm, but he's mm -hmm. so far back in the line. It's yeah. like, how's he going to cut through people? Totally. And he, it took him like, Again, this delayed us because no one in our line could move up because they were waiting. Well, we were the last people before Gordon Spencer. Exactly. So we couldn't move because of Gordon Spencer. And then he like This is the cue for everyone to go on socials and find who Gordon Spencer is. Uh, let me just say this. He definitely does not have social media. <laughs> not saying he's a dinosaur or anything, oh, but uh, he was also very slow to move. Yes. So it was just a lot of yelling of Gordon, Gordon Spencer. He finally made it up, and then they had all, then they didn't have their ticket or something. No, they, they didn't have their pass. They didn't have a like. They were also just not like un, like putting their stuff in the baskets correctly. Yeah, yeah, all these things. I'm like, can you just please let us go through like mm -hmm. all these things? So mm -hmm. Gordon Spencer delayed it. again. Good thing we got there three hours prior because I think by the time we got through security, it had been close to two hours probably. So we get through security, get mm -hmm. past Gordon Spencer and wherever Mrs. Gordon Spencer was going to. <laughs> and then we didn't quite have time to get like a sit down meal. So we're like, let's just go to Tim Hortons. And mm -hmm. then there was a pretty big line for Tim Hortons. But I also kind of hate Tim Hortons because they have like three separate lines. Yeah. So we're, oh no, they have one, one main line. Then it splits mm -hmm. off to three different sections. So. Mm -hmm. We're waiting our turn. And then again, I see this one woman. I'm like, oh, she's going to be trouble. Like, she does not look like she's going to follow the rules. Yeah. And it was our turn. And then I see this woman who, again, there's three cashiers, but there's one line and you mm -hmm. kind of split off when they call you up. Mm -hmm. Right. And she just went right to the cashier and went right past the line. It was yeah. our turn. And, I think, and again, I said something like, oh, excuse me, the line's back there. And she's like, no, it isn't. Like, yeah, she yelled she, like, at us, she, right? She uh, clapped back at she, you. Oh, she clapped back. And mm -hmm. I was like, there's a line up there. I don't I don't mm -hmm. even remember what she did. I, I don't think she even she went back. She was just huffing and puffing a lot. And then I think the one thing to know, because people are probably like, is this a trip to Bahamas or a trip, I know. an irate trip to the airport? But I think it's mainly like, John and I booked this trip as part of like a health and wellness experience kind of thing to like detox, like kind of go unplugged and whatnot. And this experience in the airport was not lending itself to our like nice health and wellness chill no. experience. So this chick was a little bit bitchy yeah. and not following the rules. No, it's just like follow the rules. It's like these people are working here during COVID and mm -hmm. stuff. Like just see everyone's in line. Anyways, whatever. I think that the stressful part is we're wearing our mask for the whole time, right? Which is, it's just, it's hot. It's uncomfortable. People want to get to where they're going. So anyways, we get our Tim Hortons and then I'm like, oh great, we're going to be boarding in 20 minutes. <laughs> 
delays. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't super bad. I think it was like an hour. Hour and hour and change. Yeah. When again, it only takes three hours to get to Bahamas from Toronto. This is true. But we also, you know, you're, again, you're wearing your mask. You're kind of tired and everything. So mm-hmm. we finally get on the plane. We're sitting next to each other. I think the mm-hmm. flight was pretty uneventful. Yeah. Get to Bahamas. And how did it feel to like step down like in Bahamas and feel the moisture in the air and all that fun stuff? Smell the beach. I think it, that's the part that is always lovely because it is so familiar. It's almost like you're just going to a second home, if that makes sense as well. Like it just felt comforting to be like, you're far enough away near a beach, right? Like the tropical weather, all of the above. It's like, no one can find you. It's kind of yeah. the thing. It's kind of how like John and I feel in a car wash. Yeah, um, exactly. So I really liked it. I think the one thing, and well, we can talk about this later is we only went for four days or really it's like three days but the first day is kind of a write-off, especially with the time delay. Sorry, not the time delay, with the, the time delay. Time we arrive. Yeah, the time we arrive, you don't really get to do anything. And so by the time we got to the resort, remember it was like midnight, mm, right? Mm. And so we're like, we're starving. Well, Because all we had was the Tim Hortons. And there was like four bus shuttles being sent to the, to the Ryu. So I was kind of like... Whatever we do, we got to get into line quickly because we're both starving. Yeah. We don't want there to be like a long delay to check in because mm-hmm. we, were, we were fading. So we actually, we usually we have awful luck with everything, but mm-hmm. we had good... Um, good karma. Good vacation karma because we were like second in line to mm-hmm. check in. And we check in, get our, our keys and everything. And then I, I turn around and there's like a hundred people in line to check in. So totally. I was like, oh, thank God we did this. And it was really nice. So the resort actually kept one of the kitchens open um, and like everybody was able to get like dinner and everything. So like, I felt like we stayed up till like two in the morning that day I think and so. kind of like walked around on like the resort property. And then like, we're like, okay, well, let's go to bed and like get up and like have like our full days. And so because we had been to Bahamas before multiple times, we were like, oh, should we go to Atlantis? Should we go like get cigars, mm. like do a bunch of things, like go shopping? And then it literally ended up being like, this isn't really giving away the headline, but it kind of goes back to that health and wellness thing where John and I would literally, our routine for the next three days was very much like wake up around 8.30, right? Yeah. Go put, we got smart and finally got a place on the beach mm-hmm. where we would like ditch our stuff go have breakfast, then come back to our place, kind of hang out in the sun for like 20 minutes mm-hmm. and then literally go into the water, mm-hmm. right into the ocean for like four hours, yeah. five hours. Probably, yeah. And then intermittently like ditch our stuff, go have lunch, come back to our stuff, read, you would listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. et cetera. Not ours, but yeah. Oh, I wonder why I want to listen to my voice on vacation. <laughs> I'm trying to relax. I'm trying to like yeah. mute the voice in my head basically. <laughs> Well, I, was, I wanted to ask you what? How did it feel to be in a different country during COVID? Like, what, what were your what were your COVID thoughts of traveling? Like, once you're there, mm-hmm. how did you? Were you nervous to? Because we again, we haven't really been around a lot of people prior to this trip. We went to one concert, hadn't been to like any clubs or parties or, mm-hmm. or movies or stuff like that. So, what were your your like COVID thoughts being there? So, I think there's a couple of thoughts. One, I think being outside was fine, mm-hmm. right? Like, obviously that part. You had to wear, or you had, I say well, in quotations, yeah. your mask throughout the hotel. And then the only time it became awkward was when we were in like the elevators, yeah. right? And I felt like, oh, this is close quarters. And like, you know, not everyone follows the rules. No. And so, or is taking precautions. It did feel better that everyone who was there had to be vaccinated yeah, um, and test negative. So that was a helpful thing. But I think some points were like, oh, this is different. Like, yeah. cause, just because it was so new, right? And Ontario's, like, lockdown capital of the world. Well, I think the one thing I liked about oh, why I was comfortable to travel, too, was as long as you are vaccinated, you don't have to test negative to come back to Canada. Because I mm-hmm. would have been nervous to test positive in Bahamas and have to, like, stay there for 14 days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, at least... I think, well, you know, if we get it there, then, or if we feel the mm-hmm. symptoms when we come back, like whatever, we don't, ha- we don't have to test. So totally. I was glad that we could just kind of come home at the normal rate. Totally. And like one thing I really like, you know, I don't know about you, like what is your thing you love to do when we go to a beach vacation outside of like playing the water? Like what is your idea of relaxation? It's probably two things. It's play in the water mm-hmm. and then it's just listen to music or a podcast on the beach and not have to like, 
deal with anyone or mm-hmm. emails or texts mm-hmm. or talk to people or responsibilities. Were you reading anything worth noting? Yeah, I read there is a, uh, this actually is um, an interesting point. There's this uh, writer who I really like named Shay Serrano. Mm-hmm. And he, it's one of those people, he had this podcast I love called No Skips. I've probably mm-hmm. typed out on the podcast where him and a couple of pe- other people would take a rap album that mm-hmm. they considered had no skips and they would talk about that. Like, what's the best song? Mm-hmm. What's age the best? All these things. So he's also a really funny writer. He wrote a whole essay about Scrubs. He's written yeah. essays about The Office and he's also written, he has a trilogy, trilogy of books called uh, Hip Hop and Blank, uh, Basketball and Blank, Movie mm-hmm. and Blank. So I bought his book called Hip Hop and Other Things. And it's like a whole book just dedicated to rap. There's this... Um, a chapter about Kendrick Lamar. There's a chapter nice. about, did anyone have a better 2018 than Cardi B? Like all these great <laughs> things. It's just, he's someone who's like, he's has all my exact interests, rap, scrubs, office, all that kind of stuff, right? Movies and TV shows. So mm-hmm. I was reading his book and listening to the brand new Pusha T album, which had just come out right. at that time. And um, the thing I like about him is he's really big on Twitter, Shay mm-hmm. Serrano, and he has a really good following. But I like him because you could tweet him and he'll usually like respond to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to see if I can find the tweet here. I ended up tweeting him and he <laughs> responded to me. <laughs> and so and I'll post this picture as well. Let me see if I can just find it. Oh, here it is. So I posted, um, yeah, I posted a picture of his book, uh, with uh, the beach in the background, the white sand, the the water and everything, and just said this vacation is soundtracked soundtracked by Pusha T's uh, Is It Dry Yet? and uh, reading material provided by Shea Serrano. Mm -hmm. And then he just wrote back, he tweeted, retweeted and tweeted back, Oh man, my vacate my book goes on better vacations than I do, or something like that. <laughs> and all these people got 120 likes and a bunch of retweets, nice. so it was really, really cool. And it was, anyways, that's a long story to say that my two favorite things is going in the water and then reading and listening to music. Well, I was gonna say because I think that's like a, an awesome segue too. It's like one of my favorite things when we go on vacation is you know to John's point, we're so immersed in having to like do a lot of like in-depth reading and research and stuff for work and whatnot and emails yeah. and texts and things that when I go on vacation, I just like to read like mindless shit yeah. sometimes. So like, I always have to get a Cosmo. Yeah. I always have to get like a people magazine. I love reading Rolling, Rolling Stone. Stone. I bring my Atlantics and stuff. So I guess some of that's not mindless. It's just more mm-hmm. like stuff. I just wouldn't deep dive into. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not like a book reader when mm-hmm. we go on vacation. And so One of the things I loved about that was I just like, I love reading articles and then we'd go in the ocean and then I tell you about them. Yeah. But then one of the things I noticed that we just didn't care about was when you walk down from the resort, Mm. just down the steps onto the beach, there was a flag there. Oh my God. It was a red flag. um, And we never even paid attention to it. We watch a lot of catfish. We should know about red flags. Yeah. So there was a red flag up and we were like, ah, whatever. And so the first full day, John and I go into the day one, we go into the water and you're like literally having the time of your life. Because there's giant waves. And my favorite thing, all time favorite thing about going to a beach is when there's really big, violent waves. And so like this was... They weren't as big as when I was younger and went to Hawaii, but they were like show off, relax, <laughs> like four and a half foot waves. I would say, right? Yeah, they Is were that they, fair. Yeah, definitely. And the further you go back, obviously, the bigger they are. But they were like consistently coming, well, like you couldn't catch yourself. If you jump just right, you could go like ten feet in the air, and yeah. then you come right. Th- which again, I love. Yeah. But I remember being like, I want to stand right where the wave breaks and yeah. smashes into you. But I think I like. Oh yeah, I fucked up like my armpit. Yeah, you screwed up your armpit. Yeah. But then like clearly this the red flag indicates for all of you nautical people, mm. right, would know better than us, is that you're not supposed to go in the water. Well, the only way we knew about this was I think it was, yeah, post lunch and we're like, Oh, it's it's kinda of, it's definitely windy, the waves are huge. But it's so sunny and gorgeous. It's so sunny. So I'm like, we both go in the water and then I think you went back in, so it was just me kind of hanging out. And then this lady came in, <laughs> and she's swimming, and she's like, "Hey, I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going?" She's like, "Oh, good." She's like, "I didn't, I wasn't going to go in the water, you know, because you know the red flag up there says you're not allowed to." But then when I saw you in there, I'm like, "Oh, if he's in there, I should be okay." I'm like, "Wait, what?" She's like, "Yeah, that, there's different flags that say what the status of the water is, and if it's red, you're not supposed to be in the yeah. water." I was like, "I've been in here for like two hours," <laughs> and so I was like, "Well, that's good to know." But uh, I would yeah. say like John and I are like. 
decent swimmers. Like we're not oh, like yeah, we we're, were good swimmers. We're obviously safe and like whatnot. But I just found it funny that like clearly there was just a lot less people yeah. in the water, but we paid no attention to that. Like if you haven't gone to Bahamas before, the Paradise Island side of the island, mm. the beaches are like pristine the water is crystal clear the sand is gorgeous and so we were having the time of our lives but like if you wanted a cardio fucking workout Mm. this was next level um seriously and so anyway that was like full day one right and then i was saying to you like do you want to go to atlantis and i was like i don't really feel like going to atlantis i just want to do exactly what we did day one day two exactly which is you know, rinse and repeat. Exactly. So, uh, after we, yeah, there was even one night that, you know, we booked different, uh, restaurants and there, I think it was night two, this is kind of jumping ahead. Like night one, we went to the steak place, which was awesome. Night mm-hmm. two, I think we had like a really fancy dinner planned again. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, had come out of the uh, day at the beach. We both were just lying down watching TV. You discovered a TV show. Ooh, you really why liked. the fuck did I buy this house? Or why the heck did I buy this house? <laughs> And then we were both about ready to shower or something. It's like, okay, we have a reservation at seven Mm o'clock. And then we both kind of turned to each other and said, like, I don't really want to, like, put on pants or I don't want (laughs) to, like, I don't want to wear, like, fancy clothes. No, I was like, I don't want to do my hair. I'm so tired. I was like, I can't put on pants. Please don't make me. So we both were like, I want to just go to the buffet. Yeah. But the buffet there is banging. Well, it's like gourmet buffet. It's and gourmet it's like buffet. half the shit they just make in front of you. So it's like for you to like to order. And so, yeah, that was I outstanding. Think, I think we did this reservation at the steakhouse and every other night, like, screw it. Let's just go to the gourmet buffet. <laughs> this place slaps. Um, All the slaps. And so then, yeah. So the funny thing on like day two was now they had the yellow flag yes. up. And so we're like, what does this one mean? So clearly it's less aggressive just than the red. Just caution. But my favorite thing was at one point we were sitting on our towels and like John and I have wised up because we've been like propositioned by swingers. Some person <laughs> tried to stalk us a vacation. Right. Yeah. We were like getting stalked back in Toronto, like um, enough crazy shit. So John and I are like hip to like, be pleasant with people, but not give them too much. So we were always kind of like sitting around the same groups of people. So yeah. different pleasantries, if you will, we would like, you know, engage, but not fully engage. Yeah. So then one of the funniest things was we were sitting beside this like lovely Italian couple and then like just the people watching. So this part of the Bahamas trip, I like to call influencers. Okay. <laughs> so... And even like one could argue, this is like, we obviously take a lot of photos for the podcast and you can see the Bahama trip on my Instagram. Mine too, I believe. And so, um, we'll post on the 605 page too. Totally. And so we're sitting on our chairs and like kind of kicking it. And we noticed this group of like four girls, mm. like Gen Z, you know, I say it as a millennial, but like Gen Zers standing in front of the water and you know they're trying to get like a shot oh they definitely weren't going we're not going in the water they weren't going in the water they were dolled up but like i okay i give you like 10 tries to get a pick okay that's generous that was generous there was one girl who was literally as if it was creative directing a photo shoot for like Vogue. Yeah. They spent 35 minutes mm-hmm. orchestrating to get a picture at the beach. Mm-hmm. So much so that they brought in other people yeah. and they were like literally positioning hand gestures like, of how to stand. What, what, what's that thing you wrap around you? It's That's not like sarong. A, yeah. Like, like, okay, you got to, she'd be like, hold your hand like this. So that the wind is breezing yeah. through your sarong. And I'm like, this feels so wrong to me. <laughs> And so I think the thing was, it was like, you're not even appreciating the beach. You're not using the beach. You're using the beach as like a backdrop. You could have green screen this in. Well, I think it's one thing. Yeah, obviously, like take your pictures, Mm -hmm. take all that stuff. But it's like, you don't need to spend, like you said, half an hour trying to get the right magic hour hour shot and all these things. Like, come on, just take your picture. Enjoy it. 100%. So if that was happening to the left, which was chaos, okay? Oh, uh, yeah, then I know this is going. To the right, you tilt your head the other way. These like 65-year-old women living their best life were literally drunk off their fucking asses, yeah. rolling around in the yellow flag ocean, yeah. right? Like literally like like beached ashore every time they would get knocked over and like loving life. Yeah. No, yeah, they were uh they they were like in 
not even like like five inches of water getting knocked over mm-hmm. and like they couldn't get back up and there was a, this poor uh, lifeguard. lifeguard who was kind of laughing like they weren't in danger but they just were like yeah drunk off their butts and he was like trying to be like okay ladies i think it was the end of the day too yeah. right like it was like six o'clock or seven whatever it was like no one was really in the water and this guy's trying to help them out but they would get up and like scream and fall over. It was like so funny to watch. It, it was, was just, hilarious. Yeah, at the same time, it's like from influencers to um, influencers. Exactly. Right? Yeah, those, that's the stuff I like to see on the internet. Totally. And so everybody was safe. It was still really good. And so then I'm trying to think what else happened. Uh, Day so, th- so we also uh, one of the other things I love about vacation is after a long day of swimming and eating and all this stuff, it's finding the right evening tv show to watch or binge and so we started binging 30 rock yeah and the newest season of narcos mexico so that that was a perfect place to watch narcos was in uh, bahamas yeah (laughs) Uh, the perfect place to watch narcos mexico is obviously (laughs) (laughs) so there was um another thing Obviously, uh, within the first 20 minutes, I get sunburned of anywhere. I could go to like the Antarctica yeah. and I get a sunburn. 100%. But someone else got a sunburn while on vacation, <sighs> and that person was you. <laughs> you got a sunburn. I've, I've only never seen been you. sunburned. In the 13 I've... years I've known you, you've only gotten sunburned once. Once. And it was like 50%. It wasn't even a full sunburn. Yeah, but we. This was nuts. And you're like hardcore sunscreen person yeah so i wear spf 50 all year round and i wear it like two times a day yeah and so like i like to think that i am protected somehow the one thing with bahamas where we were sitting was we never really were under a tree or like under a palapa or anything that was the only one thing and it's not really even a complaint it was just the only issue i had was to get uh, a chair and umbrella Mm mm-hmm they had a whole stack of chairs and a mm-hmm. whole stack of umbrellas, but you weren't allowed to grab them yourself. There was only two employees who were really nice and really great, mm-hmm. but they had two employees who would drag, who would bring you a, a chairs and an umbrella, and you weren't allowed at all to do it yourself. So it's like you might be waiting <laughs> almost an hour to get an, an umbrella, right? Totally. And these guys were great, but there was like the beach is full, so these guys are taking four four chairs and two umbrellas mm-hmm. like it's a, it's a, it's a lot to do so that was the only thing like we might be down there for an hour without an umbrella so you know me like i'm sunburnt already but <laughs> but i think that was the thing of like what is this sensation you caucasian people deal with <laughs> right and so there was not enough aloe in the world that you could put on my shoulders and face at that point and like i still feel like my arms are burnt like somehow they haven't fully healed that's true. No, that well, I yeah. So that was an interesting experience to see mm-hmm. you get sunburnt, and then I just remember one day we went to lunch again at the gourmet buffet, and there was I was facing them because you had your back to them, but there was these two separate tables, mm-hmm. man and a woman, and another table, man and mm-hmm. a woman, where these two unlikely people were complaining about the hotel, but at the top of their lungs, um, they were screaming their lungs, just like I can't remember what I think it was something about like oh they they call this gourmet, but these buffets are complete mm-hmm. bullshit i mean mm-hmm. you pay this much money i want a five star th- and they were yelling at the top and of they lungs. also like straight up look like trash yeah one of them we're watching breaking bad one of them looked like wendy yeah the meth head from, from there and and stuff and um and so they were just like just loud and like unappreciative of like, the hard-working staff totally and like just like gross at the table as well like yeah. Know. Oh, they the one lady like knocked her drink over and spilt a bunch yeah, of shit. Yeah, she just had like no etiquette and was clearly like drunk as a skunk. So, and the other one was like you said, you and I, I would say 90% of people were not wearing masks even mm-hmm. though it was you're supposed to wear your mask indoors mm-hmm. there. You and I wore ours at all time and I remember there was one time I think it was you, me and two other people in the elevator wearing mm-hmm. masks. We mm-hmm. were just talking and then these two people come in, these two big uh southern gentlemen come in mm-hmm. kind of uh intimidating looking not wearing masks like mm-hmm. sun burnt all this stuff mm-hmm. and we all just kind of stopped talking they're like oh did you stop talking because of us and i was like <laughs> like wasn't that weird it was weird like, and i was like anti-maskers yeah um so it was just like i think it was one of those things where we've we finally ventured out into the real world right outside of toronto and then it was like oh all these casts of characters and just how to interact but it was amazing people watching i think the only thing was was that when we were getting ready to go it was almost like i finally felt relaxed and then i was like i really wish this trip was like five to seven days 
kind of thing because I know you wanted to come back, right? So we booked a shorter trip, but I was very much like, oh, I really wish we had more time there. Because I didn't know what to expect for our first COVID trip and everything. So I just wanted to get that under our belt. And uh, do you have a highlight of the trip? Like, I think we basically covered everything. I think it was just being in the water. Yeah, the water is the best part. Like, I think one of the things... And like, obviously, like we've gone to Blue Mountain and stuff. I will go into any water, right? No matter the temperature, whereas you kind of like ease into yeah, water. Yeah, chicken. It takes me a while. Right? But I, I like, I just love swimming. I love being in an ocean. Not as much of a lakey person, but I love being in an ocean. I didn't sit on a big fish. No, there's nothing attacked me. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this time. Allegedly, there was one time you sat on a I fish. I did. I sat on big fish. Okay. I believe you. You should. And so on the way back. Well, so usually you would hope for an uneventful flight back, hmm. but you were sitting next to a genuine uh, internet celebrity, apparently. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we the, the whole trip in Bahamas was great. Gets the airport pretty seamless. I don't think our flight back was delayed, which Mm-mm. was really good. So we get there. And I think on the way there, I sat in the middle seat. So you said you'll sit in the middle seat yeah. on the way home. So I had the aisle seat. And then, yeah, you, you had a, a young lady sitting next to you. Yeah. Could have been more than like 22 or something. 22 years old with mom's Amex card. And like. Yeah, still like, like platinum. platinum. Like it was Amex a good card. Shit. Even like the, the steward guy was making fun of her. Yeah. He's just like, oh my God, this could like cut glass right yeah. now. I've never seen something this, ex- this so extravagant. Basically. Okay. And here's like, I, I went down a rabbit hole of research this person after yeah, we won't give out their we won't give out their information but basically it was like a pretty well-to-do influential architect in in ontario there yes. his wife yes. is an interior designer mm. and then their daughter is also in quotations an interior designer well, it was like the owner of the, yeah again it's like a 22 year 22 year old and so she basically Not was <laughs> she was basically setting up their house in bahamas which is what uh, i yes. found on instagram yes right when um we got back and so the funny part was she's like and if I say this in a superficial way, it's because it's supposed to sound that way. Yeah. Um, but very much like in uh like Paris Hilton, like circa yes. two thousand three. Like three pink velour suit. Yes. With like a bunch of gold bracelets. She didn't really wear a mask properly ever on the plane no. and you were supposed to wear a mask. Right on the plane, she was like complaining about stuff. She like used her parents' Amex card well, to get like, everything. She had like a big. He shared her computer with her. She was texting her dad. He was out there and just be like one of those people who she's a grown woman calling her dad, daddy. Yeah, like daddy, I'll be home at this time. Totally. Can I, can you well, pick- no, she actually was like, daddy, well, I'm going to Max's house. Yeah, that's right. Right, and then she got into a fight with Max, who allegedly is her boyfriend. Like yeah. I was very invested in. Of this course, story. of course, you need you got to pass three hours right? somehow, right? Um, and if you watch The Bachelorette, I'll give you a guess to be like what is her name if you pick oh God. what are the the stereotypical names on the bachelorette for every female contestant give give three of them and one of them will be yours okay so let's just say lauren yeah rachel yeah, yeah. kate yeah like becky with an eye or something yeah becky with an eye and cindy which one do you think it was I think it was. I don't know. That's for the audience to guess. Uh, Phone in if you know. <laughs> then we'll be, well, or you can say what. Well, it was. the funny part is there are two of them. Oh damn! Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I was just like, yeah, Ugh. it was so funny just to see. Uh, she's like, oh, I'm just here. And she went to the bathroom all the fucking time. Oh yeah, she made us get up all the time. Yeah. I'm like, it's a three hour flight. Yeah, mm-hmm. the the uh, platinum Amex card was hilarious because they yeah, had the the not the lifeguard the uh, flight. <laughs> was busting her ass and yeah just the uh, daddy i'm going to max's house can you send the beamer or whatever yeah. it was like all this shit and um that was quite funny mm-hmm. we for the first time we had to use the arrive canada app to get mm-hmm. home so mm-hmm. that all went i was also a little nervous going through like security and customs because they had like random testing there but mm-hmm. everything worked out pretty well though it did take a while to get our suitcase i think like, I and like by this that is t- the first time a white guy has said i've been nervous to go through customs <laughs> What are you doing? (laughs) Relax. (laughs) As someone who has always felt nervous getting pulled over in customs post 9-11. What? Have you ever been asked to write like an essay to go through security or something? Yeah. I got held in a room with a guy with the last name Menendez. (laughs) 
when you went to go to Obama's first inauguration, yes. right? Mm-hmm. You, you went through security. They took you to a different room. <laughs> yeah. you, they made you write an essay about why you were going to his inauguration. Yeah. And and what, I, what did they say once you finished that writing? I, <laughs> that I wrote a really well-written um, essay about how young people should believe in a leader like this. And I asked if I could keep it. <laughs> It's only because I had Washington on my passport a lot, so they thought I was plotting something. Okay, well, it's, you're see. not plotting anything. Not We're plotting. just a couple of podcasters right down I here. I wasn't a podcaster then. I know. You uh, you definitely weren't, but I think that pretty much sums up the... Uh, no. The, what? No, what? You're missing the, the airplane, airplane taxi. Oh, yeah. Remember earlier in the episode when I said we took an airport taxi to the airport? I know you're going <laughs> to bust my ass for that one. <laughs> And what piece of information did I note about that car ride? That he had a red car seat in the trunk. Oh, I never said red, but I wish I put that detail in there. <laughs> and uh, the the driver was very nice and just like, I, I just knew what he looked like. Like he had a very recognizable mm-hmm. face. So then when we land and we get through security, we're taking the um, airport shuttle or airport taxi home as mm-hmm. well. And then we get in and they, we throw our suitcase in the trunk. I'm like, this guy, this car has a red car seat in the trunk Mm -hmm. that's weird and then the guy's like okay we get in i'm like this guy looks like exactly the exact same guy but remember on the way back he couldn't put in our address quick enough and he was like i don't know i was like i'll just give you directions and then he kept like on the gardener trying to type it and i'm like i would appreciate if you didn't try type into maps i know while you're driving yeah our address (laughs) is a little weird to type in Mm -hmm. so but i think we both got out of the car i'm like i think that was the same guy we took well, he, cause he said, finally, he's like, oh, I know where you live. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, you were here like five days ago <laughs> in a non-menacing way. And then I remember being ex- really exhausted when we got home though and tired. And I think mm-hmm. hungry cause we had an early flight and we didn't mm-hmm. really eat much. So it's pretty sweet. We got little Caesars for, for How lunch. do you remember that? that but like not the, the red car seat. <laughs> uh, cause I don't, I don't, little Caesars is the bomb. Oh my God. But uh, <laughs> what would you maybe rate this trip out of 10 i think 10 out of 10 just because it was like 10 out of 10 with minus five points because we it's didn't say five now i said yeah so five we, out of 10 uh 9.5 out of 10 okay because <laughs> because we didn't stay long enough but it was our first COVID trip so what we don't would you are you ready in this world to go on more flights and stuff i think so although now it's like we the, the skies have different problems. Everything's mean? delayed and your luggage goes missing. Well, that's Air Canada. Yeah. But um, anyways, that's basically the first episode. Like I said. But uh, we came back and this will go into episode two. What, yeah. It what, was our anniversary week. That's right. The day we. Not our wedding anniversary. No, our first date anniversary. Yeah. It's been uh, 13 years. Dun, dun, dun. So next week's episode, we're going to talk about our wedding. No, our first date anniversary. All right. We're going to talk about going to our first baseball game. Whoa. And a bunch of other really cool shit that I can't remember. It's on your thing. You got to choose right. it. We just spent all this time writing a list. Right. So there, yeah, next week's episode is the bomb. Like, let me tell you what we got coming up. So next week, I have it right here. Oh, there we're going to talk about someone we know who had a rat cage. They had pet rats in their house. I cannot. Um, we went. Oh, remember that time I saw a rat? Oh, yeah. We've oh. been going for nighttime walks and uh, you definitely saw a nighttime rat. Yeah. And you try to trick me. Oh, I'm trying to make you feel better. <laughs> so next week we go to three concerts. You want you. Should we tell them who we go see or no? No. OK, so we go to three full blown concerts. You see a celebrity at one of the concerts. Yep. Uh, we start going back to movies. Whoa. Uh, Not together. And, <laughs> well, one of them. And we will reveal which one of us got COVID on the next. We won't tell the story. No. But we reveal which one of us got COVID. Totally. So next week is a barn burner of an episode, which is <laughs> fucking nuts. Is that what people say, barn burner? I think it's more like a hockey term, and I kind of regret saying Isn't it. Isn't it Jason Spezza term? Well, he says you got to go uh, get into the barn. And then burn it down as a barn burner. <laughs> a barn burn is like a melee or something, isn't it? Like it's, oh my God, complete havoc. Anyway, so we should get into the band of the week. <laughs> this band, we actually acquired concert tickets while, while we were in Bahamas. Yes. And their name aren't Bahamas, but their name is St. Lucia. Yes. 
So we will be seeing St. Lucia in October. With a bunch of friends. With a bunch of friends. And St. Lucia has a brand new album coming out when? October. October. Uh, so we absolutely love their brand new song. Touch. It's called Touch. And it's from Not the Not al- to be confused with Daft Punk's Touch. Oh, yeah. Deep cut. Such a good deep cut, Mr. Robot. Exactly. So this might be one of my... This is definitely, a, as of right now, a top four favorite song of this year. This is how wow. good... Wow. It's a perfect summer song, a perfect St. Lucia song. And I think it, it pairs well with mm. the fact that we were just in Bahamas. Totes. So. Uh, anything else you want to talk about or should we just get into this bullshit? No, excited to bring the season back and tell some good stories. Season 22. It's epic. We got a lot. We've already mapped out our first five episodes and they're absolutely bonkers. <laughs> so we're doing things again, which is really, really exciting. Uh, so why don't we get into it? The song of the week by the band of the week is touch off the upcoming album utopia. This is your friends in St. Lucia. So all the ways get in contact with our asses, Facebook and Instagram.com slash live at six Oh five. And follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malenkamp. I'm Val Gomez23. And until next time, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. How are your teeth? They're still tinkling.
John Mallon and Val Gomez.